Hello and welcome or welcome back to Below the Dot Podcast. My name is Terry McGregor. And my name is Chris Sharp. And here we are, Below the Dot, to discuss and recap a new episode of Degrassi The Next Generation every Throwback Thursday, live from the Degrassi Black Hole. Hello. Okay, so I realized that you said that we're live from the Degrassi Black Hole, but technically we're not live. We're not, but it just felt right. It does. It does feel right. (laughs) So we're going to keep it. So this is our disclaimer right now. We're going to keep it like that, even though it's not entirely accurate. It's fine. It's not. People lie every day. All right. Should we start with Terry's tidbits or trivia for Terry? I love alliteration. (laughs) Let's do trivia first. All right. So which of the grade eight students writes with their left hand? Liberty? Liberty? Nope, because she's grade seven. Oh time. my goodness. Ah! I'm all, already over here thinking just because Liberty actually does work that I would know what hand she writes with. <laughs> Do you want to take a, another guess at a grade yes. eight? To be fair, grade eight. Mm. Is it Ashley? It is not. I thought you were going to guess Ashley. It's Spinner. Oh, see. That's not even fair because, again, what work does he know for me to know this? I mean, what work does he do for me to know this? <laughs> I know exactly what I was thinking. And he must have done something that I was actually paying attention because I don't know. You know what? he was? It was when he was writing that note to Spinner or to Jimmy in detention. Ah. Uh, that So he wasn't doing anything he should have been doing. No. Yes, period. That's funny because I, I don't know why I was paying attention to the way he was writing a note, but I didn't think of that. I was just like, wow, he actually knows how to write. all right another question and i think you might you should be able to get this one but you know we'll see what night class does miss kwan teach i'm so ashamed of myself girl it's a language class right it is english yeah esl to adults so english is a second language to adults wow i really doubted myself for a second i was like come on (laughs) you see i knew I, i was like because that was like a big part. That it I really was. I have a clip from it later because it was hilarious, but we'll talk about it when it happens. And now we can go into Terry's tidbits. Yes. So now let's see. Terry's tidbits to introduce it officially. It's no longer fun facts. It's Terry's tidbits because we got lots of random things in here. Sometimes they're not facts. Sometimes they're just thoughts. So that's where we are. And in today's Terry's tidbits section, um, In this episode, we are introduced, well, not introduced, because we learned about Heather Sinclair a couple episodes ago, but she's brought up again, and we get a little bit of insight into her physical appearance. And according to Paige, Heather Sinclair, the very infamous Heather Sinclair, has a bargain basement nose job. I don't know what the hell that means. I would hope someone isn't getting a nose job in a basement, but you know, who knows? I don't think anyone has, I mean, I guess maybe they, when I think of like bargain basement like jobs, I think of like ass shots. I do not think of yes. bargain basement nose jobs. Right. And braces. Someone brought up a fact that people do braces do. in their homes and their Instagram do. accounts for that. That's that, nuts. That is a thing. That is wild. Um, I mean, so yeah. insurance is hard to come by in this country, I guess. I'm not mad at it because, again, this is a much bigger problem than you and I. Um, but wow. So bargain basement nose job. Again, 
Do we see Heather Sinclair? Can we ever confirm this? If you know, you know. If you don't, you will find out. Um, and then something that I thought was funny is that they play dodgeball in this episode, and we'll get into it a little bit later. But apparently, dodgeball is banned from many elementary and secondary schools now. And I definitely was playing dodgeball in when I was at elementary school, so this is something that's new. Apparently, Austin, Texas, was the first place to actually ban it in their schools. Of course they were. So I actually thought about that when I was watching this part of the episode, that there, like, there is no dodgeball anymore. But then I was texting my friend who works in... Um, in a high school and she said that her school has a students versus teachers dodgeball game i've heard of this before I, yes pretty, i feel like that's even worse because <laughs> you oh know goodness. the teachers are going for the students who get on their last nerve their last nerve and vice versa right because if i had the right. chance to throw something at my teacher that i didn't like i'm a high school asshole i'm gonna do it <laughs> Right. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, in a high school, like this isn't like the little cute elementary kids. Some kids are really fucking with your nerves in a high school setting. Absolutely. Um, I'm not saying that there's anything of their character, but that does not mean that they cannot work your nerves being a high schooler. Right. Um, yeah. So I can only imagine how that goes. But yeah, that's so- funny. Gone, but not forgotten entirely. Not at all. This brings up a really funny random story unrelated for a second. We saw, as I was getting ready to move, I had like a big outing with all my high school friends. We were going out in my hometown and we went to a bar and saw our old principal slash science teacher. So she used to be a science teacher and she became a principal. Mm, So just like the Exactly. Literally. So one of my friends um, was very loud in high school, still very much so is. He's very much so the same person. When I tell you she could not wait to tell him to his face that he used to get on her fucking nerves. Like, we're in the bar, and she's probably lit because we're all lit. And she's just like, I used to want to tell you to shut the fuck up. I could never imagine saying that to any of my students growing up. Child, no, it was... Don't get me wrong, because I definitely relate. But right. I could never... I mean, I guess if I was fucked up enough, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I get fucked up enough for that to ever really be something on the she, table for me. She but let it catch all me on the out. wrong day. I guess maybe. <laughs> That's just really But Yeah, she let it all out. And then we took a picture and ended up on her Instagram page. It was a whole thing. A very oh grand, <laughs> grand exit. Um, but I just think that's funny because if we were to play dodgeball with her, I'm sure there would be a lot of people that have <laughs> threw some dodgeballs at her and she would have hit my friend very hard. So that's just okay. a random funny question. I don't want to deviate too much, but I just want to say that in like sixth or seventh grade, there was a fight between students at my school. And I, if I recall correctly, the principal jumped in the fight and was like, <gasps> if you're going to hit somebody, hit me. And oh do you my. know one of the students hit the principal? Oh, I'm so sure. They said, <laughs> say less. Like... <laughs> That's crazy. I have to mute myself to cough right now. Don't mind me. That's so funny. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That was wild. They took the opportunity to do it. Middle school was a quite a wild time. A wild time. All right. Any more tidbits? Um, I think the only one. Oh, I I noticed this one and I was like, what? Anyway, go say it. Say it. Wait, which one is it? Because I was going to say I definitely missed one on my notes. The last one that you have about Sean. Why am I? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait. This is one of my tidbits. (laughs) I'm like, wait, girl. I don't know. Did I mention something about Sean? (laughs) Okay, just kidding. Anything else? I can throw in some tidbits for Terry. (laughs) The only one I had is that the title is 
um, named after several songs. So it's not just one song. It's like three or four songs. Mm. I didn't know any of them. So there you go. But All right. All right. So I said that Miss, Mr. Armstrong teaches PE. So this man coaches. He coaches all the teams because we see him coaching wrestling at a later point. He teaches math. He teaches PE. And he provides additional support to students before school. Miss Kwan is seen eating in the cafeteria to have people working as hard as Mr. Armstrong and Miss Kwan, but still eating in the cafeteria is wild to me. It's just cruel. Why is there no teacher's lounge? I guess there's overcrowding, but no, that's not till next season. There's no reason why Miss yeah. Kwan is in the cafeteria. I noticed that too. I was like, they put emphasis on her being in the cafeteria because I feel like I've never seen her there before. Right. It doesn't make any sense. And also, okay, so my last tidbit about Sean um he addressed spike as christine and i was just confused as to why he did not refer to her as miss nelson is this a canadian thing do we just address adults by their government name their first name i don't understand yeah i know she's only like what 12 years older than them but it was very odd it was i that's so true especially considering he had just met her like you would imagine just meeting someone it's miss nelson and then she says like oh please call me christine Mm -hmm. i can see that especially because again she is young but like it's just very weird that is weird and it's as we'll get into it it's their first date so you would think that it would be like as polite and proper as possible because you're like taking her daughter out but Uh (laughs) i guess not (laughs) all right speaking of their first date we can go ahead and get started with our recap for this week let's get into it our opening scene for this episode is also known as our a plot Manny is showing her nails to Emma when Sean approaches to awkwardly invite Emma to hang out that night. Um, Emma and Manny are very excited about Emma's date, but when Manny asks for more details, Emma starts to become unsure of whether or not it actually is a date. Is hanging out a date? Are they going to go anywhere? Emma's hair is a crimped look in so many of these episodes. I saw you comment on it. It looks awful. It gets progressively worse throughout the episode. It's just like they keep adding more barrettes or terrible parts or more crimping to it. So it doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> um, later that day um, in PE class, which again is taught by Mr. Armstrong, Emma asks Sean, she's like, Sean, about tonight. It's very passive. And what does Sean say? What does that even mean? Sean is just like, yeah. And he walks away and so Emma's weird. confused, he's confused, and everybody's confused. And in this moment, we get to see Emma kind of take all of her confusion and anger out on Sean as she targets him in a game of dodgeball. <laughs> the very meanwhile, illegal game. <laughs> meanwhile, at Degrassi in our plot B, Miss Kwan is discussing the upcoming field trip with the grade 8 students when there is a tapping noise in the class. This seems to kind of set her off. She demands that they stop. What she says is, I need you guys, I demand that you cease and desist, which I don't understand why that's what she said at first. She's like, that means stop. But like, Yeah, why? it's the okay. fact that she had to break it down. You're not teaching them something or they just don't know. So you should just tell them to stop. <laughs> right. But the person continues and everyone looks confused as to who's tapping. Surprise, surprise. It's Spinner who's hiding behind a book, listening to his music on his disc man. Mm-mm. In her frustration, Miss Kwan takes the disc man, for which Spinner tries to snatch it back for it to fall on the floor. I have a little clip here, but this. What? But. Hey, you can't. My disc man! No, your fault! 
for listening to it in my homeroom. Keep wasting my time, Gavin, and I'll keep wasting yours. Spinner is angry, but Miss Kwan is angrier as we heard because she's all keep wasting my time and I'll keep wasting yours, Gavin, or whatever the hell she called him. <laughs> um, then he then of course he has detention later. But like Heike, Spinner deserved this. Why were you listening to music in class? And right. you knew it was wrong because you were doing it behind a book spinner. Like Right. That's the thing too, is just like I'm surprised it took her so long to realize he was hiding behind a book because that would have been like, what are you like, what are you doing? I know you're not reading. Like, right. <laughs> we all know you. And then this also pulls a question for me is do schools still do schools still give detention? Is that oh, a thing? Glad you asked that. Yes. It's actually so naturally mental health professional in a school, it drives me nuts. Um I understand that there should always be like logical consequences, but the reasons in which um some schools, not going to name any names, utilize attentions are pretty shitty. Like we're talking, it's a school with eight-year-olds at the school, seven-year-olds, mm-hmm. five-year-olds, maybe not five-year-olds, very small children. And they're giving the children detentions for things such as being late or not having their homework. And my thing is an eight-year-old doesn't have their homework and is late because their parents got them right. to school late. Like- it is not an eight-year-old's fault that they are not at school on time because they needed someone to walk them to school. They needed someone to wake them up. There are a number of things. Um, you know, your ability to do your homework is, is very dependent on your environment at home. So it has to be an adult taking initiative to create that environment for you, but also to provide the support that you might need to get your homework done. And then to like help you build and work on those skills. So like, I get that you should teach students these skills but when you give them detention for being late and right. for not doing their homework you're punishing the child when it is absolutely their parents fault yeah that doesn't seem and fitting it, for so that it doesn't age. really sit right with me but i mean yeah. they also probably give them at older schools as well i think it just varies yeah but my high school definitely school didn't have it may or may not work they absolutely give detention and it's That's shitty okay so not really sure what happened, but everything froze, and now we're back. And where we left off, I believe, is with detention. Honestly, I have to cough again, but the last time I muted myself to cough, everything froze. So I'm, I guess I'm just going to sit here and try to stifle a cough the entire episode. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, even know where we honestly left off. Oh, we were talking about how they had detention. They got detention. Oh, you know where... This is my scene right here. It was the background. It probably still is the background on my Facebook if I were to have my Facebook activated. But anyway, I love this scene. <laughs> so after Ms. Kwan gives Spinner detention, Jimmy and Ashley are in the hall canoodling. Oh my goodness. Like, they are like all over each other. And it's no, a doing lot. doing the most. It's a lot. It's just a lot. And so Miss Kwan basically drags them for not being cute. And I died at this. So I have to include the clip. Miss Kerwin, Mr. Brooks, this is a school, not a petting zoo. You kindly disengage yourselves. <laughs> but we're just... Would you prefer to take it up with the principal? I'm sure he'd be happy to discuss the finer points of the Degrassi Code of Conduct. You two may think you're adorable, but that doesn't mean anyone else does. 
Also, Terry is wearing that sweatshirt vest again. Mm-hmm. They got They did her so dirty. Take it out of her wardrobe right now. <laughs> uh, once again, like Miss Kwan wasn't wrong for Spinner, and she wasn't wrong for Jimmy and Ashley. She they were wasn't. doing a lot. <laughs> That's the thing. Is like to be fair. Why are you in the eighth grade making out all like making out hugging all up on each other like in the hallway? Like I don't blame her. Shouts to no. her. No, I don't. Uh, she didn't. She didn't have to go as far to say that you know you guys might think you're adorable, but not everybody else doesn't. She didn't have to go that far. She definitely like, called them ugly, but it's fine. <laughs> it was an accurate statement. <laughs> anyway, but like Miss Kwan is a little less patient than she usually is, but I would be too if I had to eat in the same cafeteria as the students. That's disrespect. Absolutely. Regardless, at this point in time, Spinner is trying to convince Jimmy to join forces and seek revenge, but Jimmy declines because he doesn't want to get into trouble. All around, good student, good head on his on his shoulders, except we'll find out later. Mm-hmm. Spinner. Let's go back to our A plot. Emma went to Toby about Sean, which is just, girl, you know that boy likes you. Leave that little boy alone. I know. Toby adds to her insecurities. Oh, I don't really know. Paige's nosy ass overhears, but it's a good thing she did because... Oh, I think I have another sound clip here that I can go ahead and um, put in. Having a little boy trouble, Emma? Anything I can help you with? No, nothing's going on. Honey, your thing for Sean is more obvious than Heather Sinclair's bargain basement nose job. Do you want my advice or not? So we hear that Paige kind of reassures Emma that um, Sean was absolutely asking her on a date. And at this point, Sean emails Emma because he thinks that she hates him after what happened in PE class. They confirm that they are still on for that evening and both of them are excited for the soon-to-be date. Sean and Spinner, or nope, not Sean, Jimmy and Spinner are back in Miss Kwan's class, but she hasn't arrived yet. They use this time to mock her love of Shakespeare. And when she (laughs) arrives... She ends up quoting what's everything Spinner and Jimmy said, which kind of informs the watcher that she overheard them the entire time. This is where Miss Kwan definitely, you know, girl, we know that you're going through it because right. this, this was, you took it too far. You were tripping. Like, I don't understand why she cares that Jimmy thinks Shakespeare is boring. She does. Yeah. It is. He is. She... And also, Jimmy wasn't even in front of the class pretending See, to be her. That's the thing is like, I wrote in my notes, like Spinner is always going to be doing something he's not supposed to be doing. Like you will never get up in front of the class and actually do your work, share some thoughts, but you will get up and act a fool. And that's mm-hmm. fine. And like Jimmy knew something was about to happen, but I'm mad at him because why didn't you just not say anything? Like, yes, Miss Kwan right. is tripping for this, but you also have the opportunity to just let Spinner be stupid by himself, but you join in on it every single time mm-hmm. and that's how you end up in detention right with spinner <laughs> yep and so she gives jimmy detention which doesn't bode well for him because now that he's in trouble now that he's in trouble he is ready to join forces with spinner against miss kwan now it's time for our degrassi date is this our first date i think so i mean like i mean no ashley and jimmy are together but i don't know if we've ever actually seen them on a date no because he just goes over his house her house every single night for dinner i don't think it's a date <laughs> yes so this is you know um degrassi's sweetheart couple Semma. sean <laughs> picks emma up at home and i am appalled in this moment because as you know he refers to her mom as christine 
And I actually say in my notes that I think it would be less shocking if we had seen her tell him to call her by her first name, but we didn't. Anyway, I digress. It's just very odd to me. I Side note, in college or in my undergrad, no, in my grad school program. So, and I just, I think this might just be one of those things where like white people versus everyone who's not white. I was just going to say because, that. Yeah, because our professor, first of all, she was a black woman and it used to like, hurt my soul at how the white people would just call her by her first name and it's very awkward because like obviously that's just not culturally what we refer to our elders and people right. in important position like i'm not calling you by your first name but because i was the only black person in the class mm. i'd be the only one calling her doctor or miss or whatever the hell like formal name and I, but i'm like is this is uncomfortable why is everyone calling you just straight up nicole Mm-mm. that's not acceptable it hurt my soul in that class that's what i was just about to say too is like i know there was a doctor or professor there was something in front of her name so it's nuts right. to me yeah that you I would mean, just use a first name doctor professor ms anything right. but just nicole it was just so awkward so cringe and i was just like and we had her for two semesters i think because i am so awkward i think i went the entire two semesters without like addressing her by name <laughs> just like, to hey, avoid you. it <laughs> i feel that Ra- i would totally raising do my that. hand and just saying absolutely nothing oh good morning hello wonderful like anything but being required to say her name anyway so that was a sidebar back to our plot so someone's on a date before the date spike tells emma about her first date which doesn't help emma's nerves at all i don't know why she did that <laughs> She takes an infamous picture of Emma and Sean before they start their date. We get to see this picture again in like six seasons. It is a good thing she did because they had to return shortly after so Emma could change her outfit. Yeah, it started off very... Okay, so first off, it started off terrible because they couldn't even communicate to each other the fact that it was going to be a date. And then they get to the house, they do all the extras, and then Emma gets shitted on, literally. Right, right. (laughs) How embarrassing. It was just doomed from the start, but we still um, ship Spemma. Yes. Um, so after she gets shat on, um, what else happens? They begin the date again. And they're off to go get food and see a movie. Emma grabs a vegetarian burger for Sean, but I'm not really sure as to why she picked his food out for him, but whatever. Yeah. He gladly accepts it. So that's all that matters. And then unfortunately, he details his experience living on a farm <laughs> where livestock was harvested. Emma is initially grossed out, but then they bond over how he doesn't like to eat certain types of meat. Boring. Emma's so (laughs) cringe and annoying. (laughs) It's the fact that he felt comfortable enough to, like, tell her this because of who she is. So that says it (laughs) Yeah. The camera zooms in on some sauce on Emma's chin, which causes yet another event to lead Emma to be mortified. They persevere to the movies. But before entering, Emma discovers that her wallet must have been thrown away because she can't find it. Sean searches many trash cans. He's searching it. He's searching it. I think the security comes up. And for some odd reason, you're not allowed to dig through the trash can. I didn't really get that. Right. First through the dumpsters. And while he's searching through like his 10th bag of trash, Emma discovers that she actually had her wallet the entire time just in another pocket. Mm Mm-mm. Completely mortified, Emma runs home. I think she literally runs off, which is kind of funny. <laughs> now, oh. let's back to our B plot. 
Um, Sean and Jimmy used some early the early intel shared by Miss Kwan against her, so they used a connection between her room and Mr. Radish's office to make chewing noises through the speaker. As we saw earlier, Miss Kwan can be set off by repetitive noises such as tapping, so the chewing noise then sets her off. I don't understand why she doesn't realize it's coming through the speaker, but whatever. Right. <laughs> she does when she kind of hears them laughing, but anyway. Part two of their revenge includes placing a large order to Miss Kwan's night class. The delivery man brings several wings at a total of 53.48, for which Miss <laughs> Kwan clearly cannot afford to pay. Considering the teachers have to work 27 jobs, I know they aren't paying that well. Right. She's literally and doing a night class right now. Right. <laughs> like, dang. <laughs> I think I have that, a sound clip for that as well. Yeah, uh, 12 dozen uh, honey garlic wings here. But I didn't order anything. Is the number here 555-1950? Yes. And you're Miss Kwan? Yes, but... Then you order this, ma'am. Uh, that'll be 5348, uh, please. There is no way that I am paying that. Miss Kwong, I help pay. I have hunger. I am hungry, Akash. Okay. I am hungry too, Miss Kwong. Are you hungry, man? You got money? Hey, Miss Kwong. I will eat the chicken wing. I eat the chicken wing. I eat the chicken wing. <laughs> Becoming increasingly overwhelmed, Miss Kwan students uses, used this as an opportunity to practice their English. I thought that <laughs> clip was hilarious. Miss Kwan, I, I am eating. I will eat. I. I, I think he says he's like I have hunger, and she's like I am hungry. I am hungry. I will eat the chicken wing. <laughs> I am eating the chicken wing. I ate the chicken wing. Um, I just thought the whole scene was funny. This so is funny. I, I remembered this scene, but for some reason I remembered it differently. I remember them getting pizzas delivered, and it wasn't pizza; it was wings. But I yeah, just remember the scene, and it is pretty funny, and it definitely pissed her off. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, um, so I I thought it was hilarious, but obviously it was tough on Miss Kwan. Um, I considered this also to be enough, and I think Jimmy did as well, but Spinner just has to keep going. He cannot stop while he's ahead. Like, similar to in the last episode, you could have just brought one earwig, you bought 20. You could have just done this, you decided to keep going. He then eggs Miss Kwan's car. Jimmy does throw one egg, but he clearly was hesitant to doing it, but yeah. he doesn't. You know, you could tell he's hesitant, but he's not comfortable enough telling Spinner no. Yeah. And this is the, I wrote this in my notes too, because he specifically throws the egg at Miss Kwan's car because he said that she made them feel like dirt. And I was like, ah, it's a, it's a little bit much. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I guess your feelings were hurt because you did call y'all ugly, but I don't know <laughs> about making you feel like dirt that you need to throw an egg at her car. Get over it, little boy. But Honestly. anyway. But yes. So what? I oh I'll say after this part I thought I missed my opportunity to say something. <laughs> okay, so he's egging Miss Kwan's car, and then Miss Kwan comes out, and when she sees her car, she just starts to cry. She just breaks down. Like I mean, first of all, she's probably been working from six a.m. It's mm-hmm. dark outside, so it's absolutely after six p.m. So this woman's been working twelve plus hours, and she's been dealing with little shithead kids who 
make out of the hallway and mock, <laughs> mock Shakespeare and eat next to her in the cafeteria <laughs> and someone sent all these chicken wings, which compl- entirely derailed her night class. Like the woman has had it. In addition to educators are people too. Right. So this isn't the only thing that she has going on in her life. And absolutely, you should be able to compartmentalize and not take that out. But like, especially when you find out what she's going through, you're like, oh, wow, you guys are pieces of shit. Yeah, that's the thing, too. And I feel like when you're young, too, and just stupid and selfish, you think that everything's about you. So you think that that teacher is literally just out to get you and that everything they do has to do with you and that they have nothing else going on. They're just there to make your day worse. Um, right. And it's Spinner and he's really like an asshole. So, but this yeah. is the part that made me say, cause Miss Kwan is like literally crying and Spinner's laughing. Like Jimmy absolutely feels some remorse after seeing her cry for sure. Right. Um, but Spinner is laughing. And I said that in that moment, Jimmy actually should have known that Spinner wasn't shit and would do some really wild stuff in the future. Mm-hmm. Like if you this found- was foreshadowing. Absolutely. Yeah, laughing at someone crying? Come on. Right. So you just know that he's will do anything to get out of a situation, to try to rectify a situation on his terms. And I say, if you know, you know. If you don't, you will find out. <laughs> this is a theme for Spinner. Yes. So we have this episode comes to a close the next day. Emma is detailing her horribly embarrassing date to the other grade sevens. And actually, I think... Toby offered some words of like encouragement that he was finally just over it and he reassured her. Sean approaches Emma and she thinks he's going to be done with her, but here I will include my sound bit bite because it includes my favorite Degrassi moment music. Can I have this? It's all yours. Meanwhile, in eighth grade, Spinner is telling the class about how they got revenge on Miss Kwan. Mr. Radish enters the class to let them know that Miss Kwan has taken a leave of absence, as working full time and overtime has been very stressful to do while caring for her sick husband. We learn that Miss Kwan's husband, I, I think, I don't know if we learned it here. She may, he may, they may have just said he's sick here, but he's we sick, later yeah. learned that he has cancer. So it's her, terrible. her husband's, he had cancer. He was going through chemotherapy. So this girl's like, Miss Kwan is going through it. And finally, in this moment, Spinner appears to be remorseful, but like, it shouldn't have taken to this moment. You should right. have felt bad when she was crying. Yeah. And you didn't. And literally Ashley and Terry, when they tell them that are just like, no, that actually sounds terrible. Like I didn't have to be there to know that that's mean. Yeah, but okay. Either way. Yeah, and Um, they ruined the school trip because they wanted to be stupid and try to get revenge on a teacher again that it's really not all about them at all because if they were to step back, they would realize that um, there's more personal things and more, honestly, more important things. And honestly, she's probably trying to provide and take care of her husband. And I know healthcare is free, but still, she isn't cheap. (laughs) Like, If you're the only breadwinner, then um, I'm sure you're working overtime. So, yeah. What little shits? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm over here trying not to die. I can't. I feel like you said you had a story that you had to tell this week. Did in I? In regards to a car. Oh! Oh, I sure, I and sure I, do. I feel like they I need to hear this. Is. And you all are welcome. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so I used to work at a residential treatment center against the better judgment of literally anyone. <laughs> um, and at this residential treatment center, it was just children with emotional behavior disabilities, which means that a lot of the times when they were feeling escalated, they would do things that were either harmful to themselves or others. Um, in this case, I think I didn't let a child use my phone when they wanted to use it. And so they ran away. You're thinking, <laughs> why did they run away? Why were they allowed to get out? Because different level facilities have different privileges. And the place where I was, you know, you could leave at any time, technically. You could walk out the door. So you're not locked in there. So you can run away anytime you want. And we're kind of giving you that autonomy or the, you know, that trust that you're going to stay. Um, they wouldn't stay. But either way, they ran away and they peed on my car. Oh my goodness. That's nuts. Like in front I of you? I was, I, what'd you say? In front of you? Um, No, I think I found out about it later. I don't remember. <laughs> Someone probably smelled, snitched on them. Who knows? But yeah, so they peed on my car because why? Of course. Oh, fuck. Why did I just break these scissors on my hair? What the fuck? <laughs> There's so much going on. <laughs> There is a lot going on in here. <laughs> um, yeah, so they peed on my car, and that was just my story about people seeking revenge on me, my Miss Kwan story. <laughs> I didn't cry. I was very irritated, especially because they didn't even, like, my job didn't even offer to, like, pay to get it washed. That's annoying. So I had to pay to get it washed on my own dime, and I just feel like our employers in this country just don't give us the respect that we deserve. Not at all. Not at all. Because you see they have Miss Kwan over here taking leave of absence. Um, and I just feel like they could have done more for her, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I mean, they could have let her eat somewhere else. Uh, right. They could have given her um, the money she deserves also. <laughs> Miss Kwan deserved better. Yeah. yeah. So my episode moral, I wonder if we had similar I just realized I didn't even have a moral, so. I was just thinking I didn't see it. All right, so, um, well, my moral was, I think I said it earlier, teachers are human too. And not just teachers, people who work in schools, educators, the adults in your lives, your parents, they are human. They have wants, they have needs, they have problems. Um, Ideally, people who are adults and in these type of positions have worked on themselves to the capacity that we are able to manage our feelings and not take it out on, take it out on others but like let's be honest miss kwan's husband has cancer and he's going through chemotherapy so i'm gonna cut her some slack and telling jimmy and ashley that they're ugly because they were <laughs> absolutely i don't think she was wrong i think on the fly i can say that my moral is probably similar and also like you just don't know what people are going through yeah so you just, I think that, yeah, that applies to everyone. You yeah. Know, treat everyone as if they're, I don't know, if their partner has cancer and is dying. Right. Know. You just never know what people are going through. And then I think the thing I got out of, like, the Emma and Sean thing is just, like, they're kids. So it's, like, you can't even put that to communication. It's just, like, the amount of emphasis that they put on how Sean asked her just shows how young they are. And they just, obviously, neither of them really... Emma did kind of have the balls um, to just like go up and ask, but they just necessarily didn't have the vocab or just the ability to be straight up. Um, So that's what came of that. And I think all the pressure from other people and whether it was a date or not made the date go the way that it is. So (laughs) yeah. Like, I I think this is the the rare occasion that we see that Emma is very nervous and not as confident as she is Mm -hmm. in a lot of other things, but yeah. 
Yeah, she's so smitten by Sean, though. It's so funny because after they make up or she realizes that he doesn't hate her, she just, like, cannot stop smiling at him, so. Right, and she's like, oh, my gosh, yay. Like, And, I mean, she's <laughs> been staring at him all season. Yeah. She went to the whole dance by herself because of him. Because even Paige noticed it, and Paige doesn't even like people, and she knows. Right, she's she like, girl... Them. Your crush on him is more obvious than old girl's back alley or basement nose job. Exactly. I think that's actually the clip I included earlier. I don't know. I guess you guys will know when I won't. (laughs) It's a great clip. It's very cute. Um, But so for predictions, um, will anyone ever find out what Spinner and Jimmy did to Miss Kwan's car? Right. Did they overwork a teacher into leaving Degrassi? Who will Degrassi overwork next? That's not Mr. really a prediction. Radish. Those are questions. Yeah, Mr. Radish, because he's already <laughs> over here being the principal and now a substitute teacher. So thanks, yeah. Spinner. <laughs> and are Sean and Emma officially an item? Ooh, good times. Yeah. What about you? Anything else before I give my next episode preview? I think, yeah, I think I have the same one I would say is Sean and Emma, what's going to come of that? And will it be as awkward as today? (laughs) Because I sure hope not. Oh, we shall find out what comes of that. Sounds really ominous. I mean, I guess they do have an interesting ending. Yeah. I can't wait to get into that. Do I not have my thing? Of course I don't. (laughs) What do I even work anymore? Shambles. It's all shambles, but we're I here. do have the preview for next week's episode. So let me go ahead and read through that. So for next week's episode, Paige starts a spirit squad at school. Manny, who desperately wants to join, starts hang- to hang out with the it crowd. I forget the name of this episode. I feel like, and I very oddly memorize all of them. Wannabe, which I notice, which I remember because obviously Wannabe was a popular song when I was back in like third grade anyway so it so manny starts hanging out with the it crowd and begins to question her friendship with an unsupportive emma meanwhile spinner liberty jt and toby team up to win a contest that was the stupidest b plot oh my goodness i watched this episode last night already and i was like please less of this anyway that wraps this week's episode of below the dot podcast if you enjoyed your listen please tell a friend to tell a friend to hold you over between episodes you can follow us on twitter instagram and tiktok under some derivative of the username below the dot feel free (laughs) i'm sorry guys i had a cold I'm trying so hard not to open mouth, (laughs) open mouth laugh into the mic, but it's so hard sometimes. (laughs) All right, so I got my last sentence out and I'm going to drink some water and take a cough drop, clearly. (laughs) Feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, or concerns on either of our social media accounts or email us at whateverittakes385 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and putting up with my incessant coughing. (laughs) Until next week, listeners.